You're listening to Words of Encouragement, the preaching ministry from the pulpit of the First Baptist Church of Winsboro, Louisiana. As we live day to day, I have found that we need strength beyond that which we have on our own. We need strength from God. Today, we're going to be talking about strength in troubled times. Strength in troubled times. Today, on Words of Encouragement. Uh, I entitled uh, this message... Strength for, for troubled times. Strength for troubled times. Have you found yourself weary lately? Maybe you're pushing yourself too hard. Maybe you're doing too much around the house since you're homebound now. Uh, now, some, some people would say, well, I haven't got enough done around the house. And so, uh, some people may say, well, you know, some people just need to sit down. They're doing, they are doing too much. Uh, Maybe you're cleaning too much. Well, let me tell you a secret. I learned a long time ago that if you put 40-watt bulbs in your light fixtures, instead of those 100-watt bulbs, you cannot see the dirt that's there. Aha! Uh-huh. If you put 40-watt bulbs, you can't see the dirt. And so, hey, you don't have to clean. Okay, maybe that's not the best uh, policy. Uh, because, but I'm telling you, if you put the 100 watt bulb in, then presto, you've got work cut out for you for days. So look, maybe you're tired because you've been doing too much around the house. Maybe you're tired because you have this ongoing sense of doom. Maybe you're in a, uh, maybe you are in a sustained state of being anxious. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do when you feel this way? We're going to talk about that today. Uh, And we're going to be looking at Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40. And I will ask if you are able and you can to stand in honor of the Word of God, the reading of the Word of God, coming from Isaiah 40, verse 28. The Bible says, Do you not know, have you not heard, the everlasting God, the Lord, The creator of the ends of the earth does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to your heart and mine today. You may be seated. Well, that verse 28. First thing I want to say is that you have a father who never tires. You have a heavenly father who never gets tired. Can you imagine that? You and I, we get tired. Some of it's a good tired. We've done a lot of good things during the day. We've accomplished something and we feel good about that. And we call that a good tired. Uh, Sometimes we've just been going so long and we're just exhausted and and we don't feel like it's a good tired. Uh, The only good about it is that pillow when our head Hits that pillow uh, at the end of the day. We're just exhausted. But our bodies need rest. This, it's the way God created us. We need rest. We need to be able to take some time to slow down, to go to bed and rest. 
The psalmist wrote this in Psalm 121, Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. So if you're thinking, well, you know, if if you're anxious, uh, I know several months ago, several months ago, uh, and I know our folks here are tired of hearing this, but several months ago, someone stole my bicycle. And so when that happened, I was just panicked. And I thought, man, there's people roaming all over our house, around our house all the time. And I was just looking all the time. And uh, I was very, you know, I even even took security measures uh, to try to protect my stuff that's going to eventually rot and fall apart anyway. But still, it's my stuff. And that's the way we feel about our things. Uh, But I could not just stay up all night and watch during the night. I couldn't do that. I had to get sleep. But aren't we glad to know that we have a God who does not slumber nor sleeps? I mean, He does not go to sleep. He doesn't get tired. He's on the watch all the time. He's always aware of what's happening. And I, for one, am very glad that we have a God who, that, whom we can call on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm glad that I can call on Him. I'm glad to know that He hears me. I'm glad to know that when I call on Him, He is there and He's available for me. His ears will always turn in our direction when we call on Him. He will never not answer. Uh, You know, have you ever thought about that? You sometimes screen your calls. Uh, I know because when I call, you don't answer. I'm just picking. <laughs> but you, you, you probably screen your call. You may do that. You may say, oh, no, I don't have time for this person right now. I cannot do this. God doesn't do that. God sees you calling him, and he's excited to hear from you all the time. Every time you call, he's glad to hear your voice. He will never not answer when we call. He will never not be awake when we call. And God knew we would need a God like that. He knew what we needed. He knew that we would be dependable. Or no, that's not the word. He knew that we would be dependent on Him. He knew that we would need Him. And so therefore, He is always awake. He's always available. He knew that we would need reliability and dependability like that in our lives. He knew that. He knew that we would need that. There's a story that is told of a little girl whose faith in God may teach us a lesson. The lamp had just been put out. Now that dates the story right there. The lamp had just been put out and the little girl was rather afraid of the dark. But presently she saw the bright moon out of her window. So she asked her mother, is that moon, is that God's light, mama? She uh, yes, Ethel, the mother replied, the moon and stars are all God's lights. Will God blow out his light and go to sleep too? The little girl asked. No, my child, replied the mother. God's lights are always burning. Well, mama, said Ethel, while God's awake, I'm not afraid. Let the light be a reminder. Let the light of the moon that was 
crescent shaped last night. Let that light, let the light of the stars be a reminder that God is still awake. He's still up. He's still awake. He's still watching. Let the scriptures be a reminder of the power of God and the presence of God. Let the scriptures be a reminder. The scriptures are God's love letter to us. Those who believe. Let them speak to you about His power and about His presence. That verse also tells us and reminds us that He is inscrutable. And don't worry, I won't march past that and not define it. Uh, Some of you are thinking, I know what that word means. Why is He going to have to describe it and define it? Those of you who say you know and you don't know, hey, that's why I'm doing it. All right. Uh, In other words... He is not one whom we can understand. We can't figure God out. He's past our understanding. Okay, so that's who God is. He is inscrutable. If God could be explained by us, He would not be God. There is a need for you and for me to have someone who knows all things. And that person is God. There's, we need to know that somebody knows what's happening. We need to know in our hearts that somebody knows what's going on in this world. And you need to know that, and I need to know that, and I know because of the Word of God that He knows. He's fully aware of what's happening. He's fully aware of what's going on. He knows what's happening in our world. There is a need for someone to constantly, consistently be awake And be watching. And that someone is God. Remember, you have a God who's always awake. Remember that today. You have a God who is always awake. I'll never forget being scared in the middle of the night. Or actually, I I guess really I had had tummy problems. Uh, I had stomach problems when I was young. And so sometimes... uh, well, how do I put this from the pulpit? But uh, sometimes I would see supper again, uh, and it was it was not good. Uh, and so I would have to I'd I'd have to get up and go tell my mom, you know, what happened. And I remember walking into the bedroom, and this is how my brother and I would both do it. And I didn't know this till years later. We would walk up beside my mom, and we'd just stand there and stare at her. <laughs> we would just stare at her till she'd wake up and. What's the matter? Oh, mama, my stomach feels bad. You know, oh, oh. But we would do that. Both my brother and I would do that. And I think that's hilarious because we never talked about it. But that's just how we, we just didn't want to touch mama. We didn't want to scare her. <laughs> but we would slowly approach and just kind of, you know, but, but we needed her. We needed mama. God is always awake. And we need to know that. We need to have that with us in our minds as we walk through these virus-filled days that we're in and all this mess that we're going through. We need to know that God is awake and that He's with us and that He hears us when we talk to Him. Remember, you have a God who is always awake. The second thing, you have a God who can give you strength. So not only is He awake, but He can enable you. He's a God who can empower you. Now, that is good news. Now, if, you, if you're looking for good news today, that's the good news is that God can give you strength. He can give you strength. Look at verses 29 through 31. He gives strength 
to the weary, and to him who lacks might, he increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Think about that. The one who does not sleep or get tired is the one who's going to give us strength. The one who does not have to go to sleep, has enough strength to stay awake forever, also has strength to share with you and with me. That's how powerful God is. In fact, we really don't know how powerful He is, according to verse 28, because He is inscrutable. He's, he, he is beyond our understanding. So we can, He is powerful enough to make the world. He's powerful enough to change the situation we're in. He's a powerful God. He's powerful enough to be able to change your heart. When you call upon Him and ask for forgiveness of sins and ask for Jesus to come into your heart. He is powerful enough to do do that, but we do not know just how powerful our God is. He's beyond that even. Because He's beyond our understanding. What we do know is that He's big enough to create you and to create me. And if He can do all of that, if He can provide a way for our sins to be forgiven. If He can do that, then certainly it is obvious that He can give us the strength we need when we are weary. Certainly He can give us the strength we need when we are lacking might. In verse 31, the psalmist tries to make the point even clearer for us. Even those who are younger get tired and stumble. Even those who are young and full of energy. Remember that? Remember when you were young and full of energy? Now you look at young people and you think, my goodness, do they ever lay down? Do they ever get tired? They just keep going and going and going. Especially your two, threes, and fours, you know. They just keep moving and going and going. You think they'll never take a nap. They need it, but they won't. Finally, eventually, they do. Because the Bible tells us even the young people, even those who are young and full of vigor and strength, They even get tired. They get tired. But God does not. In verse 31, Yet those who wait for the Lord, they will gain new strength. And then this famous passage that many people have heard many, many times, They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Wow. Notice this power, this strength. Notice, this is very, very important here. This is very important that you see this, that I see this as well. This strength only comes to those who wait for the Lord. That's who it comes to. What is the promise for those who wait on the Lord? They will gain new strength. They will mount up. With wings like eagles, they will run, not get tired. They will walk, not become weary. Does this mean they will be like God, that they will never have to sleep again? No. But it does mean they will be able to endure. And that's the message God is trying to get through to you and to me. We will endure. 
God will give us the strength we need. We will make it through all of this mess. We will come out on the other side. We will be able to do this. And I'm speaking to some, and I I don't normally get this pointed, but I'm speaking to some who think, well, now this social distancing stuff, this, this staying at home, this is not helping. It is helping. But for those who say, well, I just, you know, I just don't think it's going to help anybody. I'm, I'm just going to keep on doing it. I'm going to keep on gathering in groups. I just heard a news report about, about how, I don't know, it must have been 50 or 100 people gathered in a park in London. Because they just, they just wanted to get together. And I thought, my goodness, do you care about others? Do you care about others? You, we don't know. And I'm, try, I'm not trying to be fearful, not trying to instill fear in anyone, but just to be thoughtful of others and to know that you can stay at home and it, you will endure. You and I must depend on the strength of God. That is where our strength is going to come. That's where it's going to come from. It's going to come from the Lord. And so if you're saying, well, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. It's ridiculous. Lean on the Lord, please. Please lean on Him. What does it mean to wait on the Lord? We have to look at that. How are we going to get the strength unless we wait on the Lord? I've already said you're not going to get it unless you wait on the Lord. Well, what does that mean? How do we wait on the Lord? What do we do? We just sit around? Just waiting? Somehow the strength is going to fall out of the Lord's, you know, the Lord's heaven and just plop in our laps and we can pick it up and put it on? What is that? What are we doing here? To wait on the Lord. We wait with expectation. It doesn't mean we sit around doing nothing. But while we're waiting, we must hope in Him and trust in Him. Look, we must speak to Him. Speak to Him. Well, the Bible says, look. Now, preacher, the Bible says, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. So I'm just going to sit around, I'm going to wait, 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 and then the Lord will give me strength. That's what's going to happen. No, you need to wait with expectation. You need to wait expecting God to give you the strength, trusting in Him with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your might, hoping in Him, depending on Him, expecting Him to do something. This is not just waiting around like you do at or like you used to do at a restaurant waiting to be served. This is not just waiting waiting for to be served, waiting to be get, to give to get the strength from the Lord. This is not just waiting around to be served. This means waiting and watching. This means waiting and watching. This is to the point where you're not being served at the restaurant for about hmm, 20 minutes and then you're waiting and you're watching and you're expecting it then. And you're thinking, why not somebody now what Somebody's got to come. They said my server's name was Mary Lee, and where is Mary Lee? Where is she? Where'd she go? I mean, this, this, this is this waiting, this waiting and watching and expecting. When you are waiting at the doctor's office, you know, you, when you wait there, you know that you better bring something to read, or you, you know, you can even take a nap sitting there at the doctor's office. You think, oh no, I wouldn't do that. No, they're going to call your name. The little nurse is going to open the door. She's going to call your name and you're, and you're going to hear it. And if you don't, somebody's going to go, you know, pop, and wake you up. If they know you, and more than likely somebody does in our town, somebody will know you and wake you up and say, hey, uh, Brother Beeman, uh, Brother Craig, 
they, they called your name, and you'll know. So all you have to do in a doctor's office is kind of sit and wait for, the, for them to call your name. But with God, you must wait and watch. He may not call your name out loud to give you the strength you need. He may speak through His Word. He may speak through prayer when you're talking to Him. He may speak through that. He may speak through someone else. He may speak through a friend, a loving friend who's come alongside of you and said, Look, I'm here for you. I'm going to walk with you through this problem. And that may be God sending that person for you to give you the strength you need. But you've got to be open to that. You've got to be listening and expecting God to provide that strength that you need. You and I must wait and watch expecting to hear from Him. Expecting it. What happens when you do this? The Bible says. The Bible says He'll give us, a new, he'll give us new strength. We will be like these eagles who fly and just sail over the mountains. Have you ever seen an eagle fly? It's amazing. It's just like so effortless. And it's beautiful. And those wings are just the wingspan. It's just, it's just a beautiful thing to watch. But you'll be like one who runs and does not get tired or walk and doesn't become weary. In other words, you will be sustained by God. God will help you. God will give you what you need to make it to the other side. Notice it all comes through a relationship with Him. It all comes by way of knowing God. You have to know Him. You have to walk with Him. This strength does not come by just sitting around and doing nothing. This is not American Christianity. And let me define that. Well, uh, do you believe in uh, Buddha? Do you believe in... uh, uh, Are you a Hindu? Do you... You know, do you believe in the trees? Do you believe in God? Well, I'm an American. I'm a Christian. Well, no. Just because you're an American doesn't make you a Christian. What makes you a Christian is if you're walking with the Lord. If you've asked Jesus to forgive you of your sins, to come into your heart, to walk with you and to be in charge of your life. If you've done that and you're walking with the Lord, then you're a Christian. But you're not a Christian just because you're an American. I'm sorry. That does not automatically make you one of God's children. And some people may not like that, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I am charged to give you the truth. Uh, and that's the truth. But God will give us strength if we are one of His children and we're walking with Him daily, depending on Him, waiting with expectation on Him to give us strength. Let me encourage you. Let me encourage you today, even if you're not feeling anxious, if, even if you're not feeling hopeless, let me encourage you to draw close to God. Let me encourage you to draw close to God. Some of you are out there today and you're thinking, well, I've not had a problem with any of this. In fact, I think it's all a bunch of hogwash anyway. I'm fine. I don't understand. I don't know anybody who has it. I I just don't. I think all that's made up. Even if you feel that way, let me tell you, let me encourage you, let let me prod you and poke you To draw close to the Lord. Every one of us needs to draw close to Jesus. Every one of us. No matter how we feel about all this that's happening. We need to draw close to the Lord. He is our source of strength. And we need to draw from the well of strength that is God, our Heavenly Father. You and I must draw close to Him. And I can't think of a better time than now when we've been sent home 
And we've been given this time to stop, to sit, to reflect, to think about things. I can't think of a better time than now to draw close to the Lord. Open up His Word. Let Him speak to your heart. Let Him speak to you. Let Him talk to your heart and your mind. And know Him. Get to know Him. Remember, you have a God who's always awake. That's good news. He is never going to go to sleep on you. You're never going to call on Him and Him have to wake Him up. And you're never going to get, a, you're never going to get an answering machine. Sorry, God is sleeping at this time. If you, if you just please leave your name and your message, He'll get back with you as soon as He can. That's not happening. Because God's awake all the time. And He wants to hear from you. That's another point that we need to remember. He desires to hear from you. Talk to Him. Depend on Him. He's awake. Remember, if you trust in Him, if you trust in Him, you have a God who will give you strength. He will help you to endure. He will help you to make it to the other side of whatever it is you're facing. And it seems as if we're all facing about the same thing right now. And we handle it in different ways. We handle it in various ways. Some people are angry. Some people are quiet. Some people are uh, contemplative. Some people are just fine. I mean, they're fine. They like this not having to be around a lot of people. Uh, I, I can't say that all introverts are like that, but a lot of them are. They, they're fine with not being around people. They're doing fine. They're good. They like it. But for people like me who are extroverts, we're climbing the walls. It's just what we do. We've got to go, we draw energy from others around us. And when we don't have others around us, it's tough. And that's the point. That's the truth for extroverts. Uh, and so, but what I want us all to know is that if we need strength, if we need strength, God is there. He's there to bring us the strength we need. He will help us. He's always awake. Maybe today, maybe today, you're thinking, well now, Brother Craig, I've, I, I, I'm hearing you, I hear what you're saying, but I don't have that relationship with Jesus. I don't have that. Maybe today you have not made that decision to ask Christ to forgive you of your sins and to come into your heart. Today I want to give you that opportunity. I want to give you the opportunity to ask Christ to come into your heart, to forgive you of your sins, and to be in charge of your life. It's the same gospel that Billy Graham shared for years and years. It's the same word of God. It's the same message of salvation that has been preached time and time again through the ages. You can have Christ in your heart today. I'm going, to, I'm going to lead us in a prayer. Again, nothing special or super magical about the words. But if you'd like to have Jesus to come into your heart, to forgive you of your sins, to place you in right relationship with a heavenly Father who loves you very dearly, then I want you to repeat some words after me. Again, we have to express to the Lord what we want Him to do, what our desire is. So let's, I'm going to bow my head. Let's, let's pray right now. 
And I want you just to repeat these words after me. This is, if you have no relationship with the Lord, but you want to begin that relationship with God, you want Him to forgive you of your sins, just repeat this after me. Dear God, I'm a sinner. I have done things against you. The Bible teaches that all sin is against you. God, would you forgive me of my sin? Would you come into my heart? Would you be in charge of my life? If you prayed that prayer and meant it with all of your heart, then friend, Jesus just came into your heart. Your sins have been forgiven. And you are part now of God's family. You're part of His family. And He wants to use you in this world. Your sins have been forgiven. If that's what you meant, if you meant that in, all, in your heart, from the bottom of your heart when you prayed those words, then Jesus came into your heart. And you're a new creature. You're a new creation. I want to rejoice with you. If you made a decision to follow Christ, I want you to contact us. I want you to contact us. You can call us at... Um, 435-4359. That's a 318 area code for those of you who are outside of our state or outside of our region. 318-435-4359. Also, there's a, it, maybe, maybe you've been experiencing anxiety. Maybe you just need someone to talk to. There's a number that's going to appear at the end of this, uh, this broadcast. And that number is one 800 Thank you for listening to Words of Encouragement, the preaching ministry from the pulpit of the First Baptist Church of Winsboro, Louisiana. I want you to know that we're praying for you. Yes, you. We're praying for you. We know what you're experiencing. We're experiencing very much the same thing right now all around the world. Uh, The social distancing, if you are paying attention and doing what you're supposed to do, then you're experiencing exactly what uh, many of us are. Uh, We do hope that you are thinking of others and that you're caring for others by not uh, coming in contact in groups and uh, continuing just to live life as normal. Uh, we, We really need to take care of each other. So please stay home. Please stay safe. And remember, God can give you the strength you need to make it through all of this. Also remember, you matter to God and to us at the First Baptist Church of Winsboro.